This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 62, Nerds in Paradise. That's actually like the same exact title for my senior prom. Hey. (laughs) Hey, we honestly, when we're doing this podcast, that's what we are. Yeah. I feel, I mean, I would go to paradise with you nerds. I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, (laughs) are my fellow boogers. Uh, (laughs) Pick me! (laughs) By the way, if you couldn't tell, that was a uh, Revenge of the Nerds subtitle. I I gathered that, yeah. Uh, Colin Harmon. Hey, that's me. I'm that one. And Wes Allen. You might want to put on your swimming suit because you'll be channel surfing in no time. (laughs) You'll be channel surfing in no time. Okay, so this is... That that was not a sequel, by the way. That voice makes me nervous, and I like it. Well, this is our sequel episode. Yep. Where we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of sequels in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about our favoritest sequels. There's a lot of sequels. And then our kind of guilty pleasure sure. sequels, the ones or we so like. Or so bad they're good. Or so bad it's good. So bad. And then the straight terrible ones, which there's a lot to choose from there. So, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, so we want to know what is your good, bad, and ugly sequel. Uh, you can. Reach out to us at Pass Forward Cast on Instagram, on Please Twitter. Do. Please do that. We have a Facebook page. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram. Slide into our DMs on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, or Twitter. It's fine. Or slide into our email. Is that a thing? Uh, <laughs> Let's make it a thing. I think you have to somersault into an email. Passforwardcast at AOL.com. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, let us know what you think of ours and give us your own list. Yeah. So we'll take, just kick things right off, shall take we? Take the uneven bars all the way to our email address. Sure. Uh, <laughs> full dismount. Carrie struck it all the way over to our area. <laughs> hey, 90s I reference. I like it. So <laughs> don't break your leg. This yep. is a this is yeah, this is a great this is a great start. So sure. who wants to start with their good? We'll we'll kick it off with the good sequels of the eighties and nineties. There sure. were some good ones. Sure. I'll go last because I feel sorry for going after me. Okay. Oh well. Because I've got the best sequel. In oh. that case, I'll go first. Yeah, you go first then. My first good is one of the best sequels I feel like of all time. Do Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Judgment Dang it, that's mine. Judgment Day. I see. I I told you. Ah. I feel like there's going. And you're what you wanted to go last. Yeah. I told you there 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 might be some overlap here because I we're also similar in the movies that we like. I have but an honorable one, mention though. Okay. Well, I also have an honorable mention, but it was too obvious, so I didn't want to go for it, which was Back to the Future 2. Okay, that's good. But, uh, you girls can discuss that one for a while, then, because yeah, that's yeah. not mine, so we're we'll good. Go ahead, we'll go ahead and talk in tandem <laughs> about Terminator 2, Okay. because it was on both of our lists, sure. and it legitimately, I feel like it is one of the best sequels of all time. Obviously, the first Terminator was really great in its own right, All right. Mm-hmm. but the second one stands alone. Like You can watch that movie without having seen the first one and just kind of vaguely know that Arnold Schwarzenegger was after Linda Hamilton- and spoilers, she, by the way. you know, he came back in time to kill her because of apocalypse, which, you know, they kind of explain throughout the second movie. So it's yeah. like you can watch you quickly pick that you, up. You quickly pick that up and you can watch the second movie as a standalone. And it's just a great 90s action sequel. Have you ever stood alone and watched that movie? Uh, probably. Just cool. Yeah. I think that usually sequels get dumbed down the further it goes along, like and the and kind of ruins the overarching story. 
but I feel like Terminator 2 takes the story from the first movie and it makes it like hugely like sophisticated in a weird mm-hmm. way. Like it takes huh. a very kind of basic plot premise and they like expand on it like yeah. crazy. And it's like James Cameron is so good at making sophisticated action movies that mm-hmm. are usually like a very stupid kind of blockbuster type of genre. Yeah. But he does his so smart and intentional with all of his action and everything. Yeah. Titanic. And it's so well directed. <laughs> so action. <laughs> that propeller yes. scene. Uh, it's so well directed because, I mean, like you think about the opening sequence of that movie, if you remember, it opens up where, you know, it has the titles, uh, the, uh, the uh, credits going across the screen, but it's all of, like LA traffic and just like these cars, all these machines in the air, like it was just like establishing how much we use machines in our day to day life, mm-hmm. and you know, oh, it's kind of like foreshadowing. They all turn against us, so uh, it's just super well directed, very entertaining movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger at his best. Yeah, I mean, it just it's great. It's it's and wall to wall, like just super interested. You never get bored, even to this day. It holds up well. Even though it was 25 years ago, uh, that's crazy to believe. I feel like it pioneered like CGI. Oh yeah, because it came out r- two years before Jurassic Park, which I feel like was like the best CGI, and it was like one of the first ones to like really leverage it. But I feel like Terminator Two was the first one to like really introduce like a big part in like CGI with the liquid metal like T one thousand and everything. Mm-hmm. I've it, it seems dated to look at it now, but I feel like they used it as a tool rather than like a crutch mm-hmm. that most people yeah. use for CGI now. Like there was no other way to make that happen. Yeah. So I feel like that's the way you do CGI. If you can't possibly make it practically, yeah. then use CGI the best you Which, can. Which, unfortunately, is the opposite of where James Cameron is at now. Like, yeah, exactly. He has gone on record on being yeah. Mr. CGI yeah. uh, and said that he would do full CGI if he could, and that's what he's actually going for with Avatar and all that yeah. jazz. Yeah. So. It really paved the way for the secret world of Alex Mack, though. <laughs> <laughs> so totally. True. Yeah, and I mean, I have another honorable mention I have to mention is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm-hmm. It's a good choice. Such a good sequel. And it's a, th- it's a second sequel, too. So that's like... Yeah, that's I was true. just speaking of 90s action movies, man, that was yeah. so good. I uh, My honorable mention was Aliens, which is another mm, sequel that yep. James Cameron... One of, one of the best oh, sequels... that's interesting. ...that James Cameron took over. And yeah. I don't feel like it did better than alien it just did it differently yeah because like the first alien is such like a science fiction horror movie uh-huh. like it's more of a horror movie like a cat and mouse kind of thing like it's basically like the spaceship is the house and the alien is the slasher kind of a thing but with aliens it's a full outright action movie like science fiction action movie and it's a totally different in tone and like has more aliens and everything because the first one we had one alien but i feel like james cameron just crafts action so beautifully Mm. like he's an artist with it it's so cool so that's my honorable mention mention sorry to dash your hopes and dreams so you had like three i just loved sequels (laughs) back then you know yeah they were pretty level so you took my one and but you had three yourself i did have three so (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome this is what happens when you volunteer to go last very true (laughs) so all right colin what have you got uh you guys could probably have guessed mine uh but uh my good is toy story 2 oh yes which is 1999 uh so it barely makes the cut but that was a like it was a pretty tough movie to top if you think about some of that at the very oh, beginning. Yeah. Like it was just Big like time. 
uh, CGI aside, or CG aside, I should say, like they could have done a pretty good job of that being like an animated movie when it comes to like 2D animation or if it was live action. Like just the story arc was really good. But then like that opening sequence with Buzz and Emperor Zerg and all like little lasers and stuff, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then they're all playing a video game or I don't know. I just feel like the continuation of where like uh, the first movie is like sort of Buzz discovering who he actually isn't. Uh, Toy Story Two is Woody discovering who he could have been if he had, if he never was yeah. Andy's child, yeah, or a toy. I love that they like followed through with that story because that's so so smart. Like you said, to kind of reverse the rules in a right. way. Which it's funny. I feel like Toy Story Two wasn't really hailed as a good sequel. I feel like it got a little bit of like a kind of reaction yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Uh, like a dis- like people were disappointed by it, but I agree with you. I've always loved Toy Story too. I, oh, yeah. so I thought fun. it was a great sequel. I agree. So I just thought I thought it was a really fun one, and obviously the CG got slightly better. But even watching it now, like I watched it recently, and I'm like, gosh, it's still so rudimentary. But man, <laughs> was it captivating! Yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah, I watched it for the first time in a long time a few months ago. Like I, I it must have been maybe ten or fifteen years since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it it still holds up beautifully. Like. <laughs> The fact that they like made one, two, and three their own unique stories, yeah. and mm-hmm. like really, just, and possibly four, yeah. Oh, it will be. Pos- four. I hope four it really carries that because I'm like, how do you top the end of three? I, like it ended yeah. beautifully. We've talked so about this. It's just like I don't think anybody. It's the sequel nobody wants, but everybody's still gonna go see. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll see and it. I feel like you know they did a lot of shorts and everything, so that's yeah. kind of been an you know, kind of led us along with everything with the new storyline and mm-hmm. everything. But yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a very good one. I like it. Okay, well, Wes, do you want to kick off the bad category? Or do uh, you still want to go last? I'll leave it up it, to you. It may still be hard to top mine, so you okay. can go ahead. <laughs> All right. And I know that you don't have this one. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, then, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, my bad is Back to the Future 3. Oh. Yeah, see, that's why I didn't do two. It's see the what first you did one. There. Yeah. But everybody hates Back to the Future 3. Why? But man, I maintain that it's a good movie. What's you know? your reasoning? My reasoning is because it actually was a great ending, a great wrap up to the series. I'll agree with that. It left you not wanting. I mean, they like really tied it together. I thought they did a great job on um, making it a different movie than the others. Yeah, I mean, you had the the second one, which went to the future, so naturally you go to the past. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that it was a Western was just really cool to me as a kid. I, I really enjoyed the whole the train. I loved everything about it. And then watching it again as an adult, I'm like, you know what? This isn't as bad as people say it is. I actually yeah. don't find very much fault mm-hmm. in it. I mean, it gets a little hokey and cheesy at, at parts, but the whole trilogy is like that. It keeps the same I feel, I don't tone feel like it, Yeah, I don't feel like it strays from the tone of any. Yeah. Because they've made them back to back from second to third one, right? Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, they made them at the same time. Yeah. Oh, um, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. So, I honestly, I, I really enjoy the third one almost as much as I enjoy the second one. The first one's my all-time favorite, um, but like, I would almost say that the second one is cheesier in retrospect than the third one because the second one, he goes to 2015, and here we are in 2019, and yeah. you look at this it's, and it's, it's like- It's hard this, to look back on. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, man, this didn't age well. Yeah. But the third one still, I mean, since it went to the past and it's something that happened, I feel like it's just, I don't know, it, it leaves me with warm feelings. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, I agree with you. Like, I feel like, you know, as a kid, like some of my favorite- well, it's like looking at it now, it's like my favorite decades are the 80s, the 50s, 
thinking about the future and I love like the old West time period. Like I love yeah. old Western movies and everything. So it's like, I feel like it was such like a natural thing to do after you go through all those time periods. It's like, that's a more natural time yeah. period to visit. So I thought it was good. I yeah. like it. Good choice. I understand why people don't, but I well, like and it. the concept of being stuck in the, in the 1800s too, yeah. like that is a, I feel like a more scary situation yeah. than, you know, like being stuck in the future or being yeah. stuck, you know, You're like, so limited. Yeah. Or even being stuck in the fifties, which was what the first one was, you know, it's just like, man, the 1800s, that's like super primitive compared to today's standards. Mm-hmm. Like just the fact that they couldn't get gas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. All right, Colin. Uh, so my bad, so bad that it's good, is Naked Gun 33 and 3rd, the final <laughs> insult. <laughs> oh, so man. Did you guys watch these movies growing up? Oh, yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah. So this one, uh, do you guys want to guess what year it came out? Can you guess off the top of your head? Can you, was uh, it the second one? Or? This is the third, the third one. one. So there was so Naked Gun n- 2 and a half. This is 33 and 3rd. 96? It's 96? No, I'm going to go 92. Okay, so it's right down the middle, 94. Ah, but I like both of you still. Uh, <laughs> so this, uh, did you guys see the movie The Untouchables? Did you ever see that movie back in the day? It's an old. I don't think I did. One. No. I watched it. I think with my uncle or my grandpa. I can't remember. But uh, like the whole opening sequence is like a huge parody of The Untouchables, which right, I with love the with, car- the, the baby with the staircase. Yes, yeah. and the staircase and everything. Which uh, this is like one of the movies, that's like one of the last ones that has OJ in it. As Nortberg. <laughs> uh, they also Why was that the last one he was in? <laughs> <laughs> he, he just disappeared. Something else came up, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Something stole his career away. Um, but or killed his career, I guess. Too soon? Uh, <laughs> and then like it has Anna Nicole in it, which is super random <laughs> super <laughs> random. Oh man, remember before her before her life exploded or whatever it did. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like the like even just like that opening sequence where it's like Everything going down the stairs, and it's like the president's going down the stairs, and then like the pope is going down the <laughs> stairs, and then a suicide bomber, which we could never get away with now, is going down the yeah. stairs, and then like all these postal workers. I don't know. It was just ridiculous. And then it goes into like their kind of normal opener with the little light on top of like a, a squad car, but then it's like going down a water slide, and it's going through <laughs> Jurassic Park, and it's going through like all this other random stuff, which was so random at the time. So. Was the they all kind of run together to me? But was that the one with Saddam Hussein? Yes. When he like is sitting up at the pool and he like gets yes. a nuke dropped on him or yes. whatever. <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think just for me, this it, yeah, these don't do super well. They could never be made now. No. Like no. nobody makes these movies now. And honestly, I haven't watched it in a while. It probably doesn't hold up super well. But I feel like there's a lot of good like nostalgia feels and just like the silliness that they were like, yeah, this is going in it. Like yeah. this is like even in the very first couple of shots, uh, when they make the joke on the newspaper about dyslexia, and it's like the headline is written all weird. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I just loved. Do you the... think? Do you think the spoof comedy can come back? Can make a comeback? Do you think like there's going to come a point in time where we're ready for those again? Because I feel like you know, scary movie and not another teen movie. They killed it. Like they just like epic yeah. movie started to have like the string of uh, of spoofs. In the early 2000s, they were all just horrible. Yeah. Like, they were all so bad. And I feel like that killed the genre. Maybe. But then, like, you know, you had so, so many classic ones of, you know, the Mel Brooks variety and the Leslie Nielsen movies that were just 
man, there's I I still feel like they're still funny. I mean, obviously a lot of them are dated. Yeah. But uh, that what, style what about, of comedy just feels it seems like it's died out. What about that newer movie? Isn't it romantic? Where it's like a girl gets kind of trapped into like a romantic comedy world, oh, and yeah. they're kind of making fun of romantic comedy. Oh, I don't think cliches. I've seen that or heard of that. It, yeah. It's a newer comedy it's coming that out pretty just soon. came okay. out. But like, I feel like that's probably the closest we can get to that. Yeah, and I, I know the Wayans brothers did like a haunted house version a couple of years ago yeah. or something. So they try every once in a while to bring that back, but yeah. And the, the well, the problem was is that with the Wayans brothers movies, they just went super vulgar with it. Yeah, where it wasn't as much like you know and intelligent that, comedy. It was just more like shock humor. Yeah, and let's be honest, like teenagers are the ones that yeah. want to watch movies like that. So you have to make those like PG thirteen level. For them to like be a big hit. Yeah. I feel like they also have to have a, enough of an identifiable genre to be able to yes. mock. Which I feel like we might get one for like making fun of 80s remakes pretty soon or something like that. <laughs> like that may happen. That's a good idea. That's very, uh, 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 yeah, that's, I feel like that's second level yeah. spoofing. That's, mm-hmm. So there's something to that. Because I was thinking like Game of metal Thrones. spoofing. Yeah, yeah. meta spoofing. <laughs> well, like, yeah, Game of Thrones really popular. You know, you had the Bud Light commercials. That's kind of spoofing them a little bit. Like, yeah. I feel like you could. But the thing is, is you have to have, like, somebody who's, like, a good comedy mind to do it well. And mm-hmm. that's just so hard. It is. So, anyway, that's a tangent. But that that's a good bad. Thanks. Yes. Mine is under the category of so bad that it's good. Same. And (laughs) half of you out there are going to have no idea what I'm talking about. And the other half are going to completely understand why I'm bringing this up. Troll 2. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, It has no connection with the original Troll. Which we've all seen. Which we've all seen. (laughs) But this movie has no trolls in it. They're uh, goblins, oh my and it was originally called Goblin, but the distributors felt that it would be a bigger hit if the audience thought it was a follow-up to Troll for some reason, so they called it Troll 2. Oh, gosh. And in the movie, the goblins, not the trolls, the goblins in this movie prey on humans, but they can only eat plants, so they force the people to eat these special green foods to turn them into vegetables so that they can <laughs> eat them. Should have eaten the vegetables. <laughs> and just to give you context about who's in this movie, the lead actor was a professional dentist. He was not an actor. They hired a dentist wow. to be that. He was doing it as a sad <laughs> gig. What? But this movie is like a massive cult, has a massive cult following. And it even has like a documentary called Best Worst Movie. And... It's it's like the ultimate movie to watch with your friends. Like it's almost like there's some movies that are like oh that needs a mystery science theater treatment to yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. But this is almost like so bad that it doesn't even need it. Like <laughs> it does it to it, itself. It, it, it's so laughable. <laughs> there's every, no joke that you can. Come every up with. single thing about it is right. hilarious. It doesn't need a joke. So yeah, that's mine. Troll two. Watch it with friends. Uh, <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Noted. So we're on to the ugly category. And this is another one where I feel like we might repeat uh, each other. So. Okay. Batman and Robin. No. Okay. Okay. So Batman and Robin is probably the ultimate 90s bad sequel. I feel like there's no one on this earth that liked that movie. Even when we were kids when it came out. (laughs) Everybody else was, everybody, like our friends who were super into Batman were like, 
yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and what's funny about this particular movie, and I remember when this came out, we listened to, uh, we like to listen to this morning show, morning radio show on the way to school. And before this movie even came out, it was, you know, two months before or six weeks before, there were reports of it having being shown to a test audience and it just getting obliterated. And so they had to go back and do reshoots and fix the movie. Really? And so I, that was lingering in my mind when we finally went and saw this movie and thinking like, oh, well, they fixed it. They did not fix it. No. I mean, there was just no saving this. Yikes. I, they just went so over the top with the cartoony, just comic booky, just, uh, just, and of course almost, they put in Arnold, Schwar- Arnold Schwarzenegger sure. at the tail end of his popularity. They were some really good one-liners. <laughs> they were almost channeling the 60s Adam West. Yeah, right they right? almost were, yeah. Oh. And then, of course, they had the oh. bat nipples. And, uh, (laughs) which I don't know, but that was, but did that start with Batman Forever or was that? No, it was definitely Batman and Robin. They introduced the nipples nipples. and the the bat butt. Yes. So (laughs) I just, so bad. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone, who, you know, was at the time, you know, really at the end of her clueless people popularity and people are starting to forget her, but then she's, you know, Hey, and Batman and Robin and just like, and there's the bat credit card. (laughs) Of course. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, you know, poor Sponsored. George Clooney. Uh, I just feel like he deserved better. And I don't think Chris O'Donnell has ever recovered. So that's a good point. No. That yeah. one is just any way you slice it. I mean, it gets worse and worse as the years go on. That's rough. You watch it now, and I'm sure it, I, I've only watched clips yeah. uh, since it's, then, it's and it's a, just like, yep, no, this was terrible. It's torture in some countries. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So man. that's my ugly. That's a pretty good one. Uh, so this is a movie you probably haven't seen, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever watch the movie Fletch? Yes. With Chevy Chase? I actually have never seen that movie, and my boss is like, he's asked me this, and he's like, you've never seen Fletch? You run a podcast about 80s and 90s, you've never seen Fletch? He's gotten really it, Not it, even it, your boss, and I agree. It's classic Chevy, Chevy yeah, Chase. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just, it's one of those that slept through the cracks. Yeah. Are you yeah. going to talk about Fetch Lives? There is a <laughs> sequel to that called Fletch Lives. That came out in the year 1989. Now, that one I didn't see. They don't see it. Okay. <laughs> Only see Fletch. We'll watch it together sometime. It'll be really cute. Okay. But, like, I'll t- I'm almost going to talk more about Fletch because how much I like it. Because <laughs> uh, Fletch is fun because it's like, you know, there's the parts of, like, the character that uh, Chevy Chase, I'm sorry, Jim Carrey, the character that Chevy Chase is in, like, some of the vacation movies and that kind of stuff. He's just, like, this silly kind of bumbling dummy that happens to, like, get things right once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, he sort of is that person as well in Fletch, but it's, like, just Chevy Chase being himself. Like, it's just him being, like, I, yeah. I accidentally made that work. But it's such a fun movie, and it's actually a pretty good, like, story plot and, like, mystery and that kind of stuff, you know. But Fletch Lives is, like, I feel like it's sort of, like, where South Park is now of, like, we used to be funny, but now it's just, like, <laughs> saying the most insanely stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, what's the dumbest idea we can come up with in there making it? And I feel like it's, like looking at a shock site and you laugh with your friends, but like you're not laughing because of what you're looking at. You're laughing at the fact that you're looking at what you're looking at. (laughs) It's just like, that's kind of what that movie turned into. It was just the stupidest, ugh, it was awful. I was so excited for, I remember being like young, like when, like 92, and realizing that there was a sequel to Fletch, the movie that I liked, and I was like, (gasps) I'm so excited to watch it. And like my third grade me was so disappointed. Uh, <laughs> That's so bad. bad when it's like really bad, you're yeah. a kid and you're disappointed by it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember going and renting like it. From, Robin. Yeah. yeah. I remember going and renting it from Blockbuster and watching it and it being so disappointed. Uh, it was awful. 
it, and even then, it was just like him like in weird costumes and like him being like a drag queen and all sorts of stuff. But like not a good drag. That's a weird sentence. But like, <laughs> like just not being good at it. And him just like you could tell he was like having fun, but I, nobody, nobody else was. was. <laughs> yeah, it was like I don't know. It was painful. So. Also, Caddyshack 2 sucked. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's your chant. Yep. My, yeah. So the, the, anything with the sequel, apparently, that has uh, Chevy Chase in it, I'm, I'm not a fan, other than the Vacation mm. movies. They did yeah, okay. Vacation movies, man. Yeah, they did okay. Even Vegas Vacation. Yep. I mean, it was on, it has it was probably on the bottom, bottom rung, but it was still, it still yeah. is pretty yeah. good. It so. has redeeming qualities. But, oh, man. Freaking Fletch lives. I wish, <laughs> wish freaking Fletch would die. Fletch lives should die. Okay, mine is a uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, <laughs> I considered this one. Good choice. Um, the, I feel like we can make a better movie right now. <laughs> like we With could go phones. out, make our own costumes, and make a better movie. I mean, the original Mortal Kombat wasn't that great either. So it it had its charm to it. Yeah, like it had its plot. You can tell that they tried. And <laughs> this one, I don't know. It's it's almost like worse than a Power Rangers episode as far as like uh, the fighting style. And there's just crap going on at all times. Things are happening. And they tried to jam pack this with every Mortal Kombat character possible. Oh, yeah. And I was so excited to see this movie. And I went and saw this with my sister and brother-in-law when it first came out. And uh, it's like I was a huge Mortal Kombat fan. And to know that some of the characters in it, like uh, just all the ones from Mortal Kombat 2 and Mortal Kombat 3 were going to be in it. And it was just awful. It's like (laughs) they, the cheese factor was turned so high the knob broke off. (laughs) And I feel like to pick apart the movie would just cause me to lose my voice and waste everybody else's time listening to it. (laughs) But... uh, I'm just surprised they didn't find a way to include babalities into this like, <laughs> the cheat code. But Gotta leave something for the next one. Or yeah, friendship. It's <laughs> it's really bad, and it's like it's not even funny how bad it is. <laughs> it just hurts. Yeah, it's just bad, and it has bad like green screen uh, with it. It's like. They filmed outside, but they replaced all the sky with like lightning and stuff. So like all uh, the he- they did bad like keying on them. Uh, so like yeah. all, if I ever saw this. all of the their heads are very blurry, and you see through them sometimes. And <laughs> it's just bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think I think the mistake that some companies, production companies, make is eh, that's for kids. Yeah. <laughs> and just the effort is not there, just because they know kids will come see it, and they don't care about the outcome. And, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those. It's one of those. Do you ever feel like when they're making these movies, they're like, ugh, this is going to suck? <laughs> like, you feel like they're on set thinking I like, I guarantee ugh. you some people working on these is just like, man, this is this is horrible. Yeah. I've, uh, so this is this is hearsay, but, like, I, I have friends who live in L.A. who, you know, my YouTube channel, they, like, are also writers and working comedy and all that stuff. Anyway, so, it's like, I guess through improv or whatever, they knew somebody who was a writer for Son of Zorn. Do you guys remember that short-lived Fox TV show? Oh, yeah, the one that's kind of no. like He-Man? Yeah, 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 where it was basically like an animated character living among these real-life live-action people. Yeah. Uh, and they knew somebody who was like a writer on that show, and he's like, this is not going to last. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, I'm surprised that Man. it's gotten this far. Wow. <laughs> it's probably sad how many people feel like that on a daily basis working in Hollywood and all yeah. that, that 
most things just do not last and they know that mm-hmm. yeah it must be so hard to deal with yeah i mean even like just chumps like us like somebody worked hard on this movie and we're just here like just yeah. tearing it to shreds <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like they had to know yeah like we're not telling them they haven't thought of yeah. i don't think what what i don't understand especially with something like this is that with the video games they had built costumes for the video game they like actually filmed people in the vi- for the video game i didn't realize that and i don't understand why they don't they don't just use those costumes mm. It's like I know sometimes they try to up the ante or whatever, make it better. But with something like this, just use the costumes that already exist. Yeah, I don't understand things like that. It's like you're not going to live up to making something different or cheaper. Make it better, like just by having the actual costumes. Yeah, I agree with this. All right. So what's your good, bad and ugly of 80s and 90s sequels? And what do you think of ours? Did you agree or disagree? We'd love to hear from you at Pass Forwardcast on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have email, passforwardcast at AOL.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, hey, leave a little review on the, on the iTunes for us. Uh, just, uh, you know, just, it takes like uh, two minutes. Um, I, you know, if you, have, if you have an Apple device, it would be helpful. Apparently, that's still king, Apple Podcasts, which oh, yeah. I'm surprised nobody's come up with like a competitor for that. I heard... I heard, trying. That, I heard that like Facebook was trying or somebody, but Spotify. It's gonna be a tough a tough one to tear down. But like Sp- Spotify isn't just podcasts. I guess neither is Apple. Like never neither is iTunes. But anyway. <laughs> Make no. up your mind. Uh anyway. Uh so leave us a review on iTunes because that's still the king and um you know it helps us uh show up in searches and stuff. I feel like that's the only one that you can actually rate uh podcast on. Yeah, I mean I the only one that matters at least. Yeah. The other ones, it's like, okay, maybe it's helpful for somebody who stumbles upon you. But the algorithm is such that uh, the more reviews, the the better. So well, I guess you can on SoundCloud. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you can. But anyway. We know stuff about the thing that we do. We, we go on <laughs> tangents. Anyway, if you're still listening, uh, please uh, forgive us and leave a good review on iTunes or a bad one, whatever. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. And we will hopefully be back soon. So that's it for me. Until next time. I gotta save a buck, buck, buck. (laughs) (laughs) This is the sound of me slowly sinking into molten metal and giving a thumbs up. Hey, like Terminator (laughs) 2. That's it. You got it. The movie I came up with for for good. Later, Snorks. I hate you. Pass Forward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Not! Hey, Clavis! Wake up! The show's over! Oh, yeah! Kick it!